your name? What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee of us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. And today we're going to have a light and kind of fun episode. We're going to talk about puns. And puns are a rhetorical device that you use often as a joke. It's when you use something in a way that it has a dual meaning. And so it's a word that may sound the same, but is spelt different. And so it has two meanings. And the idea is it's a play on words. And so you kind of get a joke out of it, a trick. They're often used by dads. Uh, They're pretty, as we say in English, cheesy, which means that they're they're pretty light fun that you kind of say, oh, that's that's a good trick, but it's pretty cheesy, aka lame, (laughs) I would say. And I think as puns go, people hate them or love them. It kind of has that that effect. And so today we're going to go over a few of some classic puns, like we said, they, they're going to be tricky to hear because they have dual meaning, which you can't really get in conversation. It's easier to see it on paper or they're spelt different. And so it's really going to be helpful to look at that audio guide and transcript as you follow along today. So as always, listeners, check out that guide. Ian, puns. We all love them or hate them. What's your thoughts on them? It's funny. You took the words right out of my mouth when you were giving the introduction and you mentioned dad jokes. That was the first thing I was going to mention is I just have mostly memories or thoughts of, yeah, either my dad or maybe an older person saying a joke that the last word leaves you with sort of that cheesy connection, right, that you were talking about. And, uh, you know, it causes you to be like, geez, dad, what a stupid joke or good pun, right? So I think a lot of that that word cheesy you use is perfect to describe these. But, you know, you hear them all the time when you're talking with friends, with family, like we mentioned, especially dads. I don't know. Sometimes you don't always catch them. Sometimes they're obvious. Sometimes they're not so obvious. So it'll be fun for us to go through some of these today because there's a lot of different ones that we could cover. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess to start off, kind of one of the classic ones uh, is called homophonic puns and what that means is it's it relies on the way words sound and so they sound alike but they have different meanings and different spellings and so that's called a homophonic pun and so I'll just give an example one and then Ian will continue on with some other ones okay so first example a bicycle can't stand on its own because it it is too tired And so that one is playing off the, the word tire, which is the wheel of a bicycle, and tired, which is sleepy. And it's also playing off the word too, which is too, T-O-O, which means like excessive, and then two, T-W-O, which is the number two. So too tired. <laughs> Double meaning, different spelling. Really hard to get if you didn't read it. <laughs> Totally. That's a double whammy there on that one. Too tired. Yeah. And and that's why it's uh, it'll be useful to follow along with that transcript. But exactly, you know, right off the bat, I think of one of these coming out the mouth of my dad. So that's so funny. So one that I can think of the next one is 
no matter how much you push the envelope, it will still be stationary. <laughs> so the word here, the play on the word here at the end is stationary. So having two meanings, stationary is in staying still, not moving at all. So if you're pushing the envelope, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to stay still. And stationary is another word in English that we use for writing materials and for writing letters. So we see the connection in this one as well. It is like one of those where you hear it, you get it, it clicks, and then you're like, okay, that was lame. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, next one. Just to know, uh, pessimist is someone who's the opposite of an optimist, meaning that, it, which we know an optimist is someone who thinks positive, and so a pessimist is the opposite of that. So a pessimist blood type is always B negative. <laughs> and so that one is also, as Ian said, a double whammy because B negative is a blood type, but also B is the verb to be, ser, right? And then negative is someone who's not positive. It's someone who's pessimistic. So it's really, um, it's a good one there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Nice. <laughs> Hey, Ian, did you know besides the podcast, Dynamic English offers one-on-one -on -one classes with native teachers from all over the world? Really? But isn't it just a bunch of grammar lessons? Nope, it's completely discussion-based and focuses on topics the student is interested in. That's amazing. But what if I'm not living in Chile? No problem. Dynamic does online classes. You can be living anywhere. Great. But I'm a little intimidated to take the class alone. Can I join with a friend? Of course. Dynamic offers group classes of up to four. Plus, for the next month, Coffee of Gringo's listeners get 10% off individual or group classes. So go online to www.dynamicenglish.cl and mention that you are a listener and get your discount. Well, I'm sold. Sign me up. All right, this next one, bear with me. It's very cheesy. Two peanuts, walk into a bar, and one was assaulted. <laughs> oh man, some of these. Okay, so the meaning here for those who are listening, assaulted, we have two different meanings here. Assault is the verb that we can use in English to say like to be attacked or maybe to get in a fight. And also salt, we're salted, right? We're talking about salt uh, that you cover peanuts with to give them that taste. So it's spelled in that way, but we're talking about more of an attack or a fight there. So two peanuts walk into a bar and one was assaulted. <laughs> I feel like that one is one that I would read on a popsicle stick. You know, when you were a kid and you would eat a popsicle and it would have like a funny joke or in this case, a pun on the popsicle stick that would be on brand. <laughs> yeah, I think of the, the Laffy Taffy rappers of those candies as well. You'd always see those these kind of jokes. So it's bringing me back to that memory as well. Okay. Last one for homophonic puns. Reading while sunbathing makes you well read. <laughs> <laughs> so that one again, very cheesy because well read means that you read a lot of books, right? So it's playing off the reading and then well read means you're you're going to be read, which means you're going to be sunburned. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's another one uh, really sticking out there visually, right? You see something really red, reading a book. They'll really invoke a lot of images in your mind as well, these puns. So now we've gone through the homophonic puns. Let's move on to our homographic 
puns. Homographic puns are basically known as sort of same name puns. They're funny because they're true, like in both the interpretation of the word and when they're read. A lot of these have an incorporation also of idioms, these phrases, these sayings that we have in English. So they might be a little bit confusing as well in this section. So please bear with us listeners and follow along as best you can. But the first one I'll read out here is, after hours of waiting for the bowling alley to open, we finally got the ball rolling. This one here is a classic example of incorporating a pun with that idiom I was describing. To get the ball rolling describes to start something, to get something going. And so we see it in that sense, but we look at it here in a literal sense that we're at a bowling alley. You use a ball, a bowling ball, when you're playing the sport. So you're literally getting the ball rolling in this way, but you're also referring to the idiom. So it's another one here for us. Yeah, that, that one's... Again, cheesy where you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Okay, another cheesy one. Always trust a glue salesman. They tend to stick to their word. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh. So that one is playing off salesmen, right, who sells a lot of words to get you to buy something, right? So they're saying stick because he's selling glue, right? So sticks to his word he's good on his promise but it's also playing off that he's selling glue which sticks (laughs) (laughs) okay the next one we have here every calendar's days are numbered (laughs) so this is a really short one i don't think it's that funny (laughs) (laughs) but but essentially we're saying when you say that someone's days are numbered that means that they, this is a phrase to say that they're kind of getting towards the end of their time or the end of their life, maybe in a lot of cases. And obviously for a calendar, we're counting all of the days in a year. So here we're kind of incorporating those two together, saying that the calendar's days are numbered. They're literally numbered. They have the dates, but also maybe that we're coming to the end of the year or the end of this current calendar's life, we could say, I guess. Yeah, so the calendar is dying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, next one. A dog gave birth to puppies near the road and was cited for littering. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So that one is playing off the word litter because littering is to throw away something, like usually trash on the side of the road, which you get a fine, you're cited. But then a litter is a birth of puppies and so um that that one's kind of funny but silly (laughs) yeah that one's i like that one a little bit more i might (laughs) might remember that one okay and the last one we have for our homographic puns is we have if you don't pay your exorcist you will get repossessed so in this one we're, we're talking about this this uh incorporation of exorcist like i'm sure a lot of people here listening sure they've seen the movie The Exorcist or An Exorcism, but that's basically when you are getting a demon out of somebody. And so when someone is possessed by a demon, that's uh, when, when the demon goes into the person. So basically we're saying the demon will come back into you, but we're also talking about if you don't pay a bill, in English we say you might have something repossessed. You might have your house repossessed, your car repossessed, and that means it's taken away from you. So in this case, we're, we're 
talking about that repossession of items, but we're talking about souls in the case of a demon as well. Okay, so we just listed a few. Again, check out the audio guide and transcript because they're a little confusing just hearing them. But we wanted to close with just, you know, offering a silly one from both Ian and I. That's, again, very silly. So the one I chose is, Ian, how do construction workers party? I don't know. How do they? They raise the roof. (laughs) So that one, again, is a dad joke. Uh, it's playing off the words that the phrase raise the roof is like to make a lot of noise, you're having fun, you're dancing, and then construction workers literally raise roofs when they build buildings. (laughs) So again, dad joke. (laughs) I like it. All right, for mine, there are many, many we could do, but I'm going to close it out with our theme of learning English, learning a new language, and say that, okay, here it is. The grammar was very logical, And that's because it had a lot of comma sense. So really dumb one there for all of our our listeners. But obviously, comma, we use to separate thoughts in English, right? And we tie that in with common sense, something that hopefully you have and hopefully that it had. So sorry for these really dumb ones to close it up, uh, but we felt compelled to do it. So like we said, there's many, many, many more that we could do. Yeah, and maybe we'll do another episode about them. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, look at the guide. Try to use them. They're silly, but they always kind of get a laugh, and they're good conversation starters if you throw them in. So as always, listeners, check out that audio guide and transcript. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile. And that's thanks to you. But we're always working to grow our audience, so make sure to rate, review, and share us.